Welcome to the Relentless Transitions Podcast. If you are looking for a lifestyle podcast that is unfiltered, information-packed, and authentic, you've come to the right place. Whether you are driving, sitting at a desk, or listening with your friends, get ready for an up-close and personal chat with your hosts and invited guests, where they will share insights and practical tips on how to be relentless in facing the challenges that come along in life, business, and relationships. And now, here are your hosts, Teresa Carthron, founder of Make Your Mark Media and Publishing, and Rosalind Keith, founder of Triskelion Transitions. Prepare to unleash your relentless superpower. Welcome back to the Relentless Transitions podcast, everyone. Uh, We talk about life, business, and triumph uh, every week. I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Teresa. Hi, Teresa. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. How about yourself? I'm doing just wonderful. You know, we've been talking so much on our podcasts lately about how to deal with negativity and about gratitude. So, you know, we've done a few podcasts on self-care, a few podcasts on these other topics. So today, I thought we could kind of follow up in that genre um, and um, ask you, what is your winning formula for happiness, Teresa? Ooh, you know what? That is a very, very good question. Well, I can tell you that it has come with practice. (laughs) So (laughs) it it wasn't always that way. But I think uh, my winning formula for happiness simply involves surrounding myself Um, by good people um, and other things that actually make me happy, such as, you know, I think I've mentioned it before, like uh, I'm sensitive to smells and sounds. So I try to have, you know, that uh, music and I try to have candles around me all of the time. And then, um, you know, the last thing I would say was just putting forth effort to actually take care of myself. Yeah, yeah. So uh, is there, are there any things you've done recently that have brought that smile to your face? Um, Just a little tip for us. Well, okay. Well, some tips that I have. Well, one thing I would say, and and I know this is going to be something maybe, you know, that people haven't thought about, but change the ringtone on your phone. That seems, you know, it, it don't, it doesn't have to be that ringtone that came with the phone. <laughs> That's the first thing. Um, but change the ringtone on your phone, change it to something that, you know, really makes you happy. And the reason why I say that, and that that is important for me is because, you know, I've been in positions where there was just such high demand and that my phone was just ringing all of the time that, you know, when I separated myself from some of those positions, uh, every time I would hear that ringtone, it just seemed like I had Mm -hmm. some type of internal, you know, reaction to it. And I thought about that and I was like, you know what, guess what? This phone does not have to ring this way. And there are some, especially if you have the standardized ringtone that comes with phones, there might be many people around you that have that same tone. So you can't fix theirs, but you can go into yours. And I just started listening to the other uh, ringtones that were in my phone and I, you know, just changed my tone. So now every 
every time my phone rings, I actually kind of chuckle or it doesn't elicit definitely not a negative reaction. And even other people around me, they'll say, wow, that's a cool, you know, <laughs> ringtone. Also, just right. digging deeper into that ringtone, the people who are like super special to me, I put those people into a group. I didn't give them individual ringtones, but I put them into a group. And then I gave everyone in that group a ringtone. So that kind of helps me to separate them from just any call, you know, that I might be getting. So I know, hey, I probably really want to talk to them. And then the last thing that I did in my phone was I went through all of my contacts. So, you know, sometimes there are people that maybe we've moved on from and they are, they are no longer really an integral part of our lives, or maybe there was a negative experience and you needed to separate from them. But we're still carrying them around with us like that just in case mm, no we should let them go in our phones so i actually went through and deleted you know people from my contacts that didn't need to be there and then some new people that really did need to be there then i made sure that i saved their numbers with their names because for me again you know i I'm, even though i might not be working for someone else where there's high demand but in my own business there's high demand so it helps me um to be mentally prepared to answer the phone um when I answer it, because I know who it is that I'm getting ready to speak to. So that really, you know, those little subtle things, we don't realize how little things can cause stress. So I hope I'm one of those happy ringtones, um, Teresa, that you've created. <laughs> um, the ringtone, the email, yeah. everything. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping it's one of the happiest songs you hear. When you hear um, so, uh, Teresa, let's just take a second to uh, to think about exactly what is happiness and and what it means to be happy and and what it means to you to be happy. Mm, well, what happiness means to me is just having like a level of satisfaction and contentment you know, with um, my life or with, you know, my current situation and, um, you know, just being able to live my life really as I would like to live. I think sometimes that there is a lot of dissatisfaction in life because we're not really pursuing like our goals and our ambitions. I think that that makes, um, you know, that makes for sadness and it also can cause later in life regret yeah you know when you don't you know go for it and I understand not going for it because there's fear but there's fear like in all of us you know and I think if, if you just kind of take those small steps and so for me I haven't achieved my ultimate goals, but as I think I have mentioned in a previous podcast that I'm very ambitious. So for me to just do nothing and like let my ambitions go, that would really be sadness for me. So just taking little small steps, but basically that's what happiness means to me. It's just like a, a level of satisfaction with your life, satisfaction and contentment and being able to live your life as you would like to. So a few things, occurred to me as you were saying that and and I'm going to deal with them in two separate sections here but 
one of one thing that came up for me um, was that if if you know getting doing pursuing things that make you happy and and satisfy you so if you're in a job that um you know is not your dream job um but you can't afford to quit it because you need the income um i think pursuing it's not always just a pursuing about the job that you of your dreams but it's taking so that job is creating a lot of negativity in your life so find other things in your life that you can pursue. So if you've always wanted to dabble in art, you know, go to the dollar store and um, pick up some cheap paints and a cheap canvas and start dabbling in art, you know. Uh, so, so what do you think of, uh, you know, for somebody like that, who's, who's unable because of financial circumstances to pursue their actual dream job, um, what can they be doing to make sure they're bringing some sort of level of, of uh, satisfaction to their pursuits in life? You know, I actually think that's an awesome question. And I think that that is more commonly happening, um, mm -hmm. really, in most of us. <clears throat> I think that it starts with your perspective. Um, there was uh, one of my friend's grandmother, she had this statement and she said that you can choose to be happy, that we, that happiness is actually a choice. And I actually, look, I have uh, a little thing on my desk that says choose happy. So first, what I would say is start with looking at your current circumstance, like the current job and change your perspective on the job. So instead of looking at it as, oh my, oh my goodness, you know, I hate this job. I don't want to go to this job uh, today and thinking about all of the negative things about the job, whether it's um, <clears throat> either the actual job or people on the job, actually change your perspective and understand that this job is a stepping stone that, mm -hmm. you know, I don't have to be here, you know, forever, but this is how I support myself and my family today. And it is providing for that. And so I'm grateful and thankful that I have that because guess what? There's, listen, there's plenty of people who probably wish that they had that job, you know, yeah. that you don't like, you know, people who are sitting at home who are unemployed and trying to figure out, you know, other things, then <clears throat> they might wish that they had that job. But so for yourself, I would say change your perspective about the job. And then the other thing I would say, think about what is it that you really want to do? So this has to do with planning. You know, I'm a big planner, right? So I'm very big into, well, what are your goals? What is it that you really want to do? And then, <clears throat> excuse me, then thinking about what will it take to actually get there? I think that that's the part that we miss, that little middle part. Um, sometimes, you know, when I'm working with people and I find that they're frustrated or depressed or anxious, it's, it's really because they have a goal, but they don't have any plans on how they're going to get there. That is frustrating. Um, and I think that that steals joy. So if you think about like that goal and it's really something you want to go for and you can put a plan in place, something simple, and then start with the baby step. So then when you're going to work and you know that when you're done with work, you're going to be working on your next thing, that actually can produce some excitement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think um, I'm so, so glad that you mentioned um uh, changing perspective and and 
being grateful because I, I do think in every situation, no matter how um, horrible it may seem to you, um, you can choose to be happy and choose to look at it from a positive, optimistic, grateful point of view. And we talked about this a little bit in our, our podcast we did on gratefulness is, is um, it does change your perspective. It does change everything about the way you can look at a situation if you can look to the good in the situation. So be grateful that you have a job, like you said, or be grateful that. Yeah, and you know, sometimes we just, you know, um, I was speaking with some teenagers um, uh, last week and they were saying that in their teenage world, all that they can see is right now. Yeah. Like, you know, so when their parents are talking to them about, you know, the future and this will happen. And if you just keep, they don't, they don't have like a sense of comprehension for that, yeah. that really to yeah. them right now is absolutely everything. But, you know, as we become adults and stuff, we know that that's not true. And I think sometimes though, we carry that childlike ideology into things. Yeah. And it's like, if I do something is forever. No, it's not. Yeah. So just because you're at that job today, day if you don't like it hey change it but you know there's a process you know to changing it but I think putting things in motion uh, for yourself that will create excitement and your sense of joy and another thing look don't go to work telling those people I'm quitting this job. I don't don't like it and I'm quitting and I'm working on my plan b because no employer listen no employer wants to hear about your plan b they want to believe that you're going to be there with them like forever even if it's not true and i i think for me if i was in that situation where i was in a job um, that i was finding unsatisfying but i had no choice at this point i think i really would spend time outside of the job pursuing things that do make me happy mm-hmm. and that can give me baby steps towards finding something more satisfying. So um, volunteering is a great way to do that, you know, um, and or uh, if you like I said, if you want to learn to if you want to learn to paint, you know, figure out go to YouTube, watch YouTube jail and it doesn't have to be expensive. Hit the dollar store, pick up some cheap supplies, watch a couple YouTube things about painting and start painting. Mm-hmm. Anything like that that brings a little bit of joy and happiness into your life will make the job seem less onerous. And I, I would definitely recommend that for, um, say, a person who, you know, um, is trying to become like here in the US vested, you know, in the job. So they know that they're not going to be there forever, but they have to work there a yeah. certain amount of time in order to become vested. Yeah. So you know you're staying and you're not leaving, or a person who's close to their retirement and yeah. they only have, you know, a few more 
days, weeks, months, a couple of years left. And so they, you know, aspiring to something different as far as a job uh, uh, is not something that they aspire to and they know that they are staying there. So absolutely finding some other things that find you joy, even things such as, you, you know, you guys have been seeing my dogs, um, you know, in the background, I call them my office assistants, but I've had dogs like all my life. And so to not have one um, really sometimes can cause me stress. So uh, what I, I have a puppy, you know, yeah. so I keep them around. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the other things that occurred to me um, when you were speaking earlier was um, the idea of um, self-regard and, and how you think of yourself and how that can help boost your happiness levels. Um, if, you know, so what, what do you think about that, um, Teresa? Well, you know, that goes along with self-affirmation, yeah. which, you know, that also is a practice and something that, you know, um, sometimes requires development if that isn't something that you've been doing, because it's easy for us to heap praise onto other people, but, you know, accepting praise or even saying or thinking something good about ourselves, um, sometimes that's difficult, but yes, definitely having confidence or, or being able to affirm yourself, knowing, you know, if, 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 the, if your supervisor is not thinking that you're doing all that you can, but you know that you are and that you're doing a good job and that you're a good and honest person and, you know, just knowing those, self, those things about yourself, that can definitely uh, boost your happiness. Yeah, yeah, because if you're happy with yourself, that's really uh, an incredible place to be starting your day from, you know, if you're happy with yourself. Absolutely. And you know, when I was um, working in the hospital as a nurse, I didn't get fired, but I used to always think, um, you know, if I got fired and someone told me that I was not a good nurse, it really wouldn't matter because I know I'm a good nurse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know exactly. that I take good care of my patients. So when they hired me, I was a good nurse. And guess what? On my last day, I'm still a good nurse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That it doesn't, yeah. that, that, you know, my identity is not tied up in the job yeah, or yeah. in, you know, this project that I'm working on or with this group that I happen to be with, that my identity is what I say it is. Yeah. Yeah. And part of that is, is setting boundaries, right? Um, and having firm boundaries uh, can add to your happiness. You Talk are preaching to the choir, honey, because yeah. I have a saying that there are some people who we allow to occupy the front seat of our lives and they really need to be up in the balcony. <laughs> so <laughs> we have them right here front and center, but they need to be way over there. <laughs> so uh, definitely you have to set boundaries on, you know, really, I think everything. And I think, you know what, if you set boundaries for yourself and if you, operate within those boundaries. Like if you take care of yourself a certain way, if you present yourself a certain way, you actually teach the world how to treat you. Mm. Yeah. So if you operate a certain way, if you know, you speak to people a certain way, you carry yourself a certain way, 
there are some people that just aren't going to approach you with some things because they just know that mm, it's probably not you're probably not the right person for that and then call people on it you know if somebody is either treating you or speaking to you in some way that you don't like you know let them know that yeah yeah that's very good and it's it's all about that that inner peace with who you are Mm -hmm. and that just will contribute to your happiness there's no just no two ways about it is that um, if you are happy with yourself you will feel happy. Um, and um, now, Teresa, what about people who just really, really are struggling um, with some deep-seated anxiety, depression, and unhappiness? What do you, what do you think? Um, you know, these are all great tips, all great things that we think you need to grow in order to grow your happiness. Let's face it, it's not going to work for everybody. They need more help than listening to this podcast, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, No, I I think that, you know, some things have to be a daily practice. Um, But when you've tried all that you can try, or if you just know from the very beginning that, look, I don't even have the strength to even begin to try, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with seeking out additional help or therapy. Now, when I say additional help, I'm not talking about... (laughs) Rosalind and I crack one. (laughs) I'm not just talking about just any old person you know that you're going to dial up from the phone because guess what they have issues too I wrote look I wrote my my first book was financially fit so I called several of my girlfriends and asked them about tips for getting out of debt and we all just died laughing because they were like girl you need to tell us you know so (laughs) (laughs) they they were facing their own challenges so you know there might be people around you that you look up to but trust me again all of us face challenges um and we just but we all wear a mask I, I will say that we all wear a mask uh to some degree so what you see is really not everything that is going on so there's nothing wrong with seeking therapy um for a long time in some communities that was considered to be something that was very taboo or not something that you did or if you went to therapy it meant that you were just crazy or you know uh, back when I was growing up if you thought about therapy it was like you thought about people in a padded room at some mm-hmm. hospital wearing a straight jacket. Yeah. You know, I don't know where that even came from, but that was what we used to think about. And um, the hospital was actually out of town. It wasn't even in town. So, you know, it was really, you know, it was, it was major if you started talking about that. But, you know, there's, there's plenty of help out there. And even now there are some online uh, therapy yeah. um, options, but um you know, we don't claim to be like experts on that, but definitely reaching out to get help um, and going to therapy uh, to make sure that you take care of you and get yourself into a good space. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's not, absolutely nothing wrong with admitting that you need help to to grow your level of mm-hmm. um, 
So Self-care. these things can work together. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, Teresa, before we get to our takeaway, I thought maybe you could give us some sort of quick uh, tips about things that you can try to, um, that you use and that other people can maybe try that you know make you smile, that you know make you happy. Mm, Okay, so I'll give you mine. You know, I'm all about my little self-care and and things like that. So think about the things that that become self-aware. Really just take a moment to get quiet and still and think about the things that actually bring you joy. Really the things that bring you joy. Like I said, I love dogs. I always have loved dogs. I like, so even, but even having a dog, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be happy. If you're so busy, you're running around and you're ignoring them, right? So I actually set aside time to play with them. That actually brings me joy. Even if I'm just rubbing on them and looking at them and having these long conversations where they're just looking at me in my eyes and I'm sure they're thinking, what is she talking about? But they're really paying me attention, paying attention. Uh, (laughs) That that brings me joy. Um, I told you about changing uh, the ringtone, but how about, I love to have a nice clean bed. So investing in, you know, some nice sheets or whatever the best it is that you can have, but having it all nice and clean. Uh, and like, I, I even like to use the linen spray. That actually um, brings me some sense of happiness. Drinking water, um, believe it or not, drinking water and kind of taking some of the other things out of your diet, you know, we really, I mean, a lot of sugar and caffeine and things like that, you know, there are scientific studies about their impact on the brain. So really the, the detoxification um, abilities of water, it really helps to produce uh, clarity. So, and if you need to add, you know, whether it be fruit or something to your water, you know, to kind of get a little bit of that taste in there, then that's fine. But drinking more water, um, exercise and exercise doesn't, I don't mean that you have to prepare for a marathon or go to the gym every day and work out two hours a day, but find what is going to work for you. Sometimes just going for a walk, you know, I really have embraced walking, um, you know, through the park. Um, and it's some of the trails that, you know, and just being out amongst the trees, that's like really, really beautiful uh, to me uh, first thing in the morning. But find your time and, you know, go for a walk, but or add some type of movement. Yeah. You know, just moving actually can actually um, give you some type of clarity. Writing in a journal, I think we uh, talked about that. So just kind of emptying out your thoughts uh, into a journal that can really be um, bring me happiness. We talked about said opening up the window and letting some fresh air in, whether you're at home or now I've started doing it when I'm in the car. I'm not in the car so much anymore since the pandemic, but when I'm in there, I will roll the window down and let like some sun, let the, um, let the fresh air come in because especially now, Rosalind, we're, uh, you know, working from home, doing business from home, you're inside, you know, most of the time. And so you're not getting 
like that that fresh air, you know, or any type of engagement, you know, even though it's not with a person, but you're not getting that uh, interaction with the outside world. And so it's almost like you're in a bubble. Uh, so when I do get out, I do try to like just open up the windows, but I'll do it here in the house as well. It's so funny that we rarely open the windows in the house that when my husband is home, he's looking like, <laughs> what is going on with the window right um and um uh deep breathing mm -hmm. and that's something that Rosalind it can take like three minutes yeah. just stopping to really we don't um I don't think that we really normally take full breaths mm -hmm. because a full breath your chest your chest actually rises and falls with the full breath. And so we don't do that uh, throughout the day. So taking time to do that. And then my last tip, my last tip, which I love and I've started, I've been really giving it a lot of thought is buy back some of your time. So what I'm going to say about that and to make it sound fun is throw money at it. <laughs> throw money at it. So what I mean by that is, you know, we've talked in self-care about doing things like going to get your nails done or having a massage or maybe going out for a lunch with the girls or something like that. But there are some things around the house. I think most of us will admit that maybe we don't enjoy doing so much, uh, especially now here we are, we've been in the pandemic. And so you're in the house all of the time. You're, you're educating the kids you're doing work, you're cleaning, I mean, you, you're cooking, you're doing everything in this house. And so now the house has kind of become a stressful place, you know, for some. So if there are some things that you really don't necessarily enjoy doing, or maybe you, maybe you enjoy it, but you sure wish that you could have some help with it, um, like cleaning, um, like cooking, um, you know, if you can afford it, if you're in a position uh, to do so, and trust me, house cleaning does not cost as much as people think that it does, but maybe have someone come in and clean your house really good, top to bottom once a month, or um, maybe, you know, if you already have a person that cleans your house, uh, maybe those towels, you know, asking if they would, you know, for extra whatever if they would fold your towels for you we have so many towels around here i i did that i asked can can you fold these can you would you can you consider i mean i look pitiful and everything <laughs> trying to get her to fold the towels um but that or you know uh, something i have not tried but you know i do have several friends who have and they get the meal subscriptions like the 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 boxes of food that comes to the house with all of the ingredients already in there with a recipe. And they say that they're doing it with their kids and how it's fun or, you know, couples who are talking about their exploring new meals. So, I mean, that could be, you know, that could be something. But, you know, or if you're currently mowing your yard, maybe, you know, allowing someone else to come and mow the yard once a month or, you know those types of things so those are my tips those all sound like great tips and you know what they all have in common is that they release 
uh, happiness endorphins. And that's really the key to uh, feeling happy is doing things that release those happiness endorphins. And mm -hmm. it's gonna be different for all of us, really uh, what makes you happy, uh, but find things that make you happy. So I, I think um, for a takeaway, uh, that would be my big takeaway. Look for things that make you happy and engage in them regularly. Mm -hmm. How about you, Teresa? Got a takeaway for us? Um, you know, my biggest takeaway really is to just protect your um, protect your inner space. You know, I call it my inner circle. So that immediate circle that is around me, um, I have really, really painstakingly this year focused on uh, protecting that space. So in that space, there's boundaries. And then inside of those boundaries are all these people that I've identified that I really, really love. And so I keep those people close. So just protect your um, space and create an atmosphere of happiness for yourself. Yeah. So choose, choose to be happy, everyone. It can be done. Um, that's all we have for this week for the Relentless Transitions podcast. You can reach us at our email at relentlesstransitions at gmail.com. Watch us on our YouTube channel. Drop a few comments in there. Um, just let us know uh, what you do to bring joy and happiness to your life. Yes, and definitely also come give us some comments or some ideas about some other things that you would like to hear us uh, talk about, you know, send positive vibes this way. We are definitely excited about, um, you know, just going on this journey to living out the best expression of ourselves in every aspect of life. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Relentless Transitions podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you get your podcasts. We really appreciate that, and we'll catch you in the next episode.